What's up? Welcome to Sweathead with Mark Pollard. I have Nicole Landsman, who's head of business development of BBDO in New York. It's one of those agencies that a lot of the young planners around the world would dream of working in. And Nicole was actually a planner at one point, weren't you, Nicole? I was, yes. So we're going to talk about new business and how that works today. But let's start with this question. How did you get into planning and why did you think planning was at least a temporary career for you? You know, when I was trying to figure out what career I wanted, I always knew I really wanted to do something within the creative industry. Um, I always grew up liking things that were highly creative and coming up with interesting solutions to things. Um, but I also felt like I had a good knack for business. So I was actually straggling between the two and it landed me um, at an agency in account management uh, because I think that that was the perfect balance of business and creativity. Um, but what account management really allowed me to do was get access to all of the different departments in the agency, which ultimately helped me figure out where I wanted to spend my career. And I fell in love with planning from the start. I spent a couple years in account in the beginning, um, but I was always leaning into the planning side of things, always asking the questions that the planners should be asking. And I made the transition over to planning uh, early on in my career. And like I said, I just felt like it was the right fit for me. I love the research. I love understanding problems and figuring out interesting solutions to those problems. So that's pretty much the path I took into planning. And then as a planner throughout the years, I worked on a couple pitches, had some success in it, and was offered an opportunity to work in business development, which I actually felt was a really great opportunity for me to kind of flex both skill sets. Um, I had built up a really great uh, skill set in, in working with clients really closely from an account management perspective and understanding what their needs were and how to address them in ways that made us feel like true partners. Um, and it also allowed me to use the skills that I had developed in terms of understanding what a brand's true challenge and uh, business problem was and figuring out uh, the best way to solve that. And business development was the best of both worlds because I got to um, work with clients who are, are facing uh, very intricate challenges um, and also apply that planning skill set in terms of how are we going to bring them the most interesting and creative solution to that problem possible. I've worked with people who would love to just be on the pitch team, just pitch week after week after week. And that's an interesting idea. And some agencies operate a little bit like that, but it can create some problems because I think that it can refresh people to work on pitches as long as they're not too grueling. I'd love to hear about how pitches, pitching new business works at BBDO. What, what kinds of client requests are you getting right now? So we get everything under the sun. <laughs> there are some opportunities that we're getting for full AOR, meaning agency of record. So that means that we're responsible for all creative development and coming up to them with all different types of solutions to business problems. We're also getting different project opportunities. So getting our foot in the door with different projects um, and different, uh, different companies. I mean, we're talking to them about corporate restructuring and how that needs to work so that they can operationalize in the most efficient man manner possible. So um, I would say new business has really expanded from just coming up with your next big campaign to really figuring out what is the what is the challenge that is, is causing the most disruption at a company and how can we apply creativity to solve that problem in the mm. best way. Mm. And do you have a sense of the ratio of retained or retainer-based relationships to project base? Has that shifted a lot in recent years? It's shifted. I mean, there's definitely still a huge appetite from an AOR perspective. Um, a big theme that we're seeing is collaboration. And um, a lot of clients are going to the agencies who are recognizing that 
an individual agency may not have all of the solutions. They may not have all of the answers, but they're leaning in on that one agency to be a thought leader in terms of the other partners that need to be brought in in order to help us accomplish that goal for that client. So obviously, BBDO is part of a larger holding company, and we have been working with a lot of our partners within Omnicom as well as outside of Omnicom to ensure that we're bringing the best possible solution to that client. And we're willing to really partner with whoever we have to in order to be able to produce that. Okay. And, and then as far as your role as head of business development, is that largely focused on acquiring new clients or do you spend time with the existing clients as well? a really good question. So there's actually, I like to think of it as three components to business development. So the first is organic growth, meaning those are existing clients and how do we continue to build relationships and build growth opportunities for the clients we currently work with. There's new business and that is when we are going out and prospecting and trying to take new clients into the building. And then there's a third aspect of it that I think gets overlooked, but it's actually my favorite part, which is um, agency development. So how are we keeping the agency competitive? What new skill sets do we need to be bringing into the building? How are we training our people? And um, that's a big part of my role is helping to figure out how to keep a competitive edge for BBDO, especially with a lot of uh, new agencies on the rise and new uh, competition that we had not faced before. Mm. So uh, a big part of my day-to-day is evaluating what's going on in the industry and figuring out what we need to and how we're going to stay nimble and agile. Yeah. Are you able to give us a sense of the number of pitches that you would get exposed to in the course of a year? Like, like how many emails or contacts would you get in a year? It's hard to say because every year it really changes. And one year we could go after just three huge pieces of business that take up a ton of time. Um, and other years we could go after 10 pieces of business. So there's really no hard number what we're always trying to do is make sure we're building relationships wherever possible with lots of different brands in the verticals that we can play in, meaning a lot of the current clients we have in the building might conflict us out of going after different types of opportunities. But we're constantly trying to create relationships, constantly trying to bring new types of ideas and solutions to clients we're not working with so that you know, either in the short term or long term, they're constantly thinking about BBDO as the right partner for them for any sort of problem that they might be having. And, and then when a marketer is shopping for an agency, what do they say to you as far as the reason that they put BBDO on their shopping list? I mean, I think we are the best at creativity in the business. We've been doing it for 125 years, I want to say. But what I think is super interesting about that is we've been able to flex based on the needs of the market for, you know, decades. And we've created some of the best creative work out there. And, you know, going back to some of our iconic Super Bowl work from the last, you know, 30 years, all the way to our social capabilities through our, you know, our digital offering or innovation offering. And we kind of now are seeing it as all different assets and all different types of ideas that ultimately help brands build these end-to-end experiences. So it's no longer coming to them with, you know, the big TV ads, because as we all know, you know, TV viewership is declining. We need to make sure we're thinking about other ways that we can create pleasant experiences for our brand's customers. And we're really thinking about how everything is intertwined today versus thinking about different assets and executions separately. Mm. Uh, and, and then with the probably hundreds, if not thousands of inbound requests that you get a year, how do you, how do you filter them? What's your process around that? I think we're always looking for the best creative opportunity possible. Um, you know, of course, from a from a new business perspective, you know, money plays a role in that. But you know, as people who are part of this creative industry, what we're always looking for are the marketers 
no matter the budget, no matter how big they are, we're always looking for the the partners who are going to allow us to create the best creative work possible. That's what we've become known for. It's what we want to continue to become known for. And sometimes, you know, if we can't get the budgets that we're looking for, there are ways we can work together to make sure we're stretching certain budgets so that we are creating work that does transcend culture and does create buzz for a brand that really needs it. What techniques do you have to feel for how brave and how creative a client will really be? So every pitch starts with this thing called a chemistry meeting. Um, And it's usually our opportunity to sit down with the clients and get a feel for the type of work that they're looking to create, both in the near term and, you know, as the partnership continues to develop. Um, And I think as we are sitting with those clients in that very first meeting, we're looking for the types of marketers who are risk takers, who are looking to create bold, creative. Um, and when I say creative, like I mentioned before, it's not just thinking about you know what is typically seen as a, as communication, but instead the marketers that are looking at how to create the best possible brand experience for their customers. We're looking at the types of marketers who understand the power of data um, and understand how powerful that could be, especially when we're talking about one-to-one marketing and personalized messaging. So there's a number of different things that we're looking for. Another big one is how willing are they to partner with us? You know, I think it's very much a different landscape when it comes to the client agency relationship. Um, That's evolved quite a bit. And um, I think it's about making sure that we feel like one team and that we're constantly pushing one another versus the agency is coming and revealing big work to a client that has not been previously exposed to it or that has not fueled the thinking behind it. We really see our, our clients as our partners in every mm. sense of the word. Okay. And then how, how much work do you do in a pitch and what kind of work do you do? Do you do research strategy? Like do you bake an entire campaign, including research strategy, communications plans, or do you show research and a little bit of strategy? What's your philosophy there? Yeah, I mean, it, depend, it really depends on what the challenge is. So we always start with, you know, research because we have to do the digging to really understand what the problem that we're solving is. Sometimes clients will come to us and say that we think that this problem is stemming from here. But as we start to talk to customers and growth segments, we're actually finding that there's a bigger problem that needs to be solved. So every good pitch and every good brief, honestly, starts with really good research. But we're, we're doing everything from the planning to the coming up with, you know, what we'll call a big idea, which should which should sit as the basis for everything the brand is doing, not just from a comms perspective. We're coming up with what does the next campaign look like? We're coming up with what does what do those um, experiences need to feel like from retail, from providing the brand with increased utility for their customers. We're thinking about design and how um, design needs to create a connected feel for all the different assets that the marketer has in play. So we're really coming at it from a lot of different angles and it all depends on what that initial challenge really is. Right, right. Uh, and, and how many of the pitches that you would do in a year would involve pitch consultants versus just being direct to client? Are pitch consultants involved in most of the pitches? Yeah, I would probably say it's like 60-40. Hmm. For those who don't know on the phone, um, there is a, there's consultants who essentially help us run pitches. So they are the ones who are working directly with the brand to determine which agencies out there might be the best fit for this individual client. So that is the consultant relationship run pitch that we'll work with. And then on the flip side of that, um, I would say about 40% of our pitches are being run by the brand directly, meaning that we're working directly with the marketing team over there. Um, and there is no kind of filter in between. And both are highly beneficial 
again, depending on what the client's trying to achieve. But, you know, we found that no matter really the, the circumstance, we're, we're really able to create those really strong relationships, both from a consultant perspective, as well as a brand run pitch. What are some of the the challenges that are more specific to a brand run pitch? Because I, I think a, like a brand run pitch might mean that you are dealing with some very confident discerning clients, but sometimes people, you know, they're, they're trying to work it all out, right? Yeah, I mean, I actually think it removes um, a bit of a layer. So we really, we really like working directly with the brands. It allows us to get really in there and understand what's going on from an internal perspective. Who's thinking what? What are the barriers to creating great work? Um, I would say most of the clients that come to BBDO are looking to create the best work of their lives. And it's really our job to figure out how we can best work together to get to that point. And that means understanding the people involved in the pitch more than more than anything else. So I would say um, a pitch is really comprised of two big things. The first thing is the people, right? The people in the room, the the clients, the agency people, the team um, all together and how we work together. And then the second thing is the work itself. How strong is the creativity behind the ideas and the solutions that we're bringing to clients? Mm. Um, and I think that Sometimes um, the brand run pitches are the ones where we're able to get closest to understanding what's going on so that we can foster the best possible partnership from a people perspective. Um, And we also can create the best work because we're getting the insider um, understanding of what is best going to drive this brand. Hmm. I also think that as more marketers have access to more and more data on their end, creative really can't be developed in isolation anymore. Um, We really need to make sure we're bringing in those clients from the beginning and using their brains and using their understanding of what's going on with their customers to really influence how we're going to create the strongest campaign possible because they're the ones who are really closest to that customer. And it would be a real shame if we if we just didn't use all that great data to inform our strategy and ultimately the work that consumers see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you must have seen a lot of different dynamics on pitches. I, I remember a few pitches that I went to as as procurement really became strong within within companies, uh, and as some of the pitch consultants uh, who who are usually pretty good at shepherding agencies through or agencies and clients through that process. But uh, I've been in some pitches where you don't get to speak to the clients, uh, you might get a call and every, all the other agencies are on that call and, and, and then an email will get sent out, which will have all the answers to all the questions, uh, which is crazy to me because like if you ask good questions and you get good answers from it and other people don't ask those questions, why does everyone get the answers to that? Uh, and then you get to a business park and you walk into a room, you know, five to 10 of you pitch, no one's allowed to talk to you. None of the clients are allowed to talk to you. Then you walk out and then you hear whether you've won. Do you do those kinds of pitches? Again, it's dependent on the ultimate creative opportunity. Some clients, their procurement teams require them to run a pitch in a very specific way, but it's not necessarily reflective of the way we would work together should we win the business. Mm. So it's really about understanding what the client's creative ambition is. And if we deem that it's going to be a a strong one, then we're really really willing to take any opportunity where we think we're going to be able to create great work together. Mm. Um, So sometimes the pitch process isn't necessarily reflective of how the actual relationship will work. And we always take that into consideration when evaluating whether to be part of that pitch. But like I said, I think the the people and the ambition for the creativity are the two big things that we're using to determine whether we want to participate. All right. So tell me a little bit about how planning contributes to, to the new business process. 
Yeah, so I would say planners bring so much to the pitch process. It's it's very much why I think they wanted someone with planning experience in, in my role. Um, from my perspective, the way that I use my planning experience day to day is to help figure out how we're going to win a very specific pitch. Um, so it's almost like creating a messaging strategy of, okay, well, this client has this barrier. What's the best message that we can tell that client in order to come out on top in this pitch? So just like brands are trying to win the attention of consumers, we're trying to do the same thing when it comes to clients from a new business perspective. So um, I think that my planning background has really helped me in figuring out, um, like we were just talking about, some of the opportunities to go after. And then once we are in a pitch, how we're actually going to win that opportunity. So from a prospecting perspective, I think that a ton of the, of the skill sets you get as a planner makes you a great candidate to work in business development or to be part of a pitch team. I mean, at the heart of every good planner, they're ultimately just trying to solve problems and um, come up with new types of business solutions that create new types of opportunity for their clients. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what we're trying to do from a pitch perspective. It's actually our, our opportunity to kind of take the, any sort of handcuffs off because we're basically going to the clients with our biggest, grandest ideas and pushing them into territory that might make them feel a bit uncomfortable but hopefully in a way that gets them really excited about the potential that this brand could have today and in the future. And in order to get that type of thinking, you need a really great planner who's thinking above and beyond just what your typical advertising campaign is and instead pushing the brand into a place where they could potentially have new bottles of innovation that are engaging consumers in totally new ways. So I actually think planning is essential to the pitch process, both from a prospecting perspective as well as contributing to the output of an actual pitch itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's your point of view on pitch theater? Do you, do you put on a show in pitches? Do you keep them or do you keep them pretty straightforward? It depends. Um, you know, I think everybody, you know, likes to feel, feel like they're getting the love, especially when they're going through a pitch. It's something that doesn't really happen that often for clients. So it's a really exciting time on the client's end because they're going through this whole process where they're meeting with a number of different agencies and seeing what everyone's different vision is for their brand. Um, from a pitch theater perspective, I think we like to put on the best presentation possible, just like we would with any client that we have in the building today. You know, we're constantly trying to make sure that we're leveraging our creativity in ways that show up from the way, from the way we present all the way to the actual ideas we're presenting. I'm a fan of it, definitely. I think, you know, there are some agencies I've seen that maybe go a little, uh, they go over the top with it, and then I I think it could potentially feel a little insincere. So I think there is a very fine line to walk um, when it comes to figuring out what actually will contribute to a great meeting versus what's just there for entertainment's sake. Yep, yep. Uh, and could you talk to me a little bit more about the psychology of a client going through a pitch? You know, what have you, what have you learned about uh, marketers going through pitches that perhaps you didn't understand as much when you were just doing the planning work? Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal when clients are going through a pitch. Um, it raises a lot of nerves. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of pressure, especially when multiple clients from one organization are involved, even more so when the non-marketers are involved. But it's something that I think is a huge opportunity for any brand marketer to to um, take on because essentially you're working with multiple agencies typically during a pitch to see what potential this brand has within the context of people and culture today. And I think that's what I find so exciting about it. Um, it really takes 
you know, any guardrails off and allows us to explore what's going on with culture that allow that will allow this brand to thrive in new ways that they're currently not exploring. The bigger and better the idea, you know, there's really no uh, there's no limits to what you really can present as long as you're being responsible with what you're showing and you know you've had honest conversations with that client. Mm. So from a client perspective, it's um it's a really I think a really fun thing. It's definitely a, a lot of work and it, it takes a lot of time, but hopefully you end up with a partner that you're comfortable with that will allow you to foster that type of partnership that allows you to get to great work. And I think that's a part of it. It's building trust with the right people where you, you know, you allow them to push you when, you know, they feel like you need to be pushed. And they also have the ability to say, I think we're going a little bit too far. I think we need to explore a potential other route. Um, and feeling like that's okay to say that. So it's very much about feeling comfortable with who your um, partner is going to be in the future. Uh, and what do you think makes a good pitch brief? Uh, the idea of briefs, creative briefs or marketing briefs is, it can overwhelm people. They're like, what do, what do I actually need to put in here to get good work out? What do you think makes a good pitch brief? I think a good pitch brief has a clear articulation of what the client thinks their current challenge is and what their ambition for the brand is. And I think that is not always clearly put into an actual brief, but what we'll do at BBDO is the second we get a brief, we'll usually schedule a call with the client to get into the detail of what they meant by using certain words in their brief. It's usually called an RFP. So what we'll usually do is go through the RFP and actually start highlighting words that we're seeing appear multiple times in a document and then start to um, and start to hypothesize about how that word is being used internally on the client side. What opportunities are they currently thinking about that we could start to leverage and play with to push them into even deeper territory? So I think it's not necessarily about what's written on that page so much as reading between the lines and then getting on the phone and asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. which I also think is true of any good regular brief. <laughs> yeah. And do you find that you must be dealing with pretty big clients consistently and pretty big budgets. Do you see much of the rest of the C-suite or is it largely the, the marketers that you interface with in, in a pitch? Totally depends on the brand. It's usually led by the marketing team. They'll sometimes bring in an R&D person, often finance is brought in, but it really depends. I mean, we've definitely been in pitches where the CEO is very much a part of the pitch. Um, I would say more often than not, the marketing team and the CMO leads these types of things, but depending on how involved additional departments and clients want to be, you know, we welcome that because I think it allows us to get a better sense of the type of organization we're dealing with and how each of the different departments and different people within leadership interact with one another, which I think very much gives us a sense to how we might interact with them in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about for especially tech startups that might start out with maybe some internal people doing some of their work and then a hodgepodge of freelancers, maybe a small agency, and then they grow quickly and then they probably would eye an agency like BBDO. I don't know if you can answer this, but at what point does a company like that know that it's ready f- to deal with the power of a BBDO? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, so yeah, we've definitely worked with clients, like I said, of all sizes, of um, all ages, meaning, you know, we've worked with the brands that have been around for the last hundred years, and we've worked with brands that have been around for the last four. <laughs> um, and again, I think it's all about that creative ambition. 
Um, I think that we see a big trend with some of these newer companies really focusing on the rational side of marketing, really building up those RTPs around what makes their product different from their larger competitors. And I think a lot of them come to BBDO when they're ready to dig into the emotional side of their brand and figure out the best way to tell their story and why it truly is unique from a more holistic perspective instead of their specific RTPs. I think that's really our bread and butter is figuring out how to create an emotional connection with people. Um, and that's, that's often when we get those phone calls. Have you read many books on new business? Are there, are there public intellectuals, public thinkers that have influenced how you approach new business? There's not that many books about agency new business. There are a few that exist. Um, some that were written a few years back, but um, you know, because new business changes so rapidly, it's really hard uh, to get a holistic sense for what can help you from a book. I see lots of things online and there's tons of um, influences that I you know, relied on when I was a planner and I still use many of them today, like Byron Sharp. But I think the best way that we really learn from a, from a new business perspective is to um, evaluate our process figure out what's working, figure out what clients are receptive to, learn from what's going on organically as well, see what clients are um, reacting to positively with, within our current client base, and then trying new things and learning and optimizing along the way. I think if you, if you create one set process for new business and you try to stick to it for an extended period of time, you'll eventually become irrelevant because a, a huge part of of business development, like I said, is agency development. And a big part of that is constantly challenging the process that we currently have in place to see where we can get better, where we can get stronger, what additional ideas and tactics we can be bringing to clients. So I really think it's more of an internal learning opportunity than an external one, although there are a ton of external factors that have influenced the way that I've thought about new business like I said, especially from my planning days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and what, what, what advice would you give to a planner who's thinking about a different kind of role in an agency? You know, I've, I've talked to a few people who've moved into MD or CEO roles from planning. You know, what, what's specific about that leap from planning into new business that you could give people insight on? Oh, like I was saying a little bit earlier, there's so many skill sets that you take over from planning. It's about really understanding the root of a brand's talent and then understanding their customers well enough to figure out what type of solutions are best going to attract that customer and move them to action. So I really think that there's so many ways that you can apply that type of behavior and that type of knowledge from a new business perspective. Um, as long as you have a good understanding of how to understand people, you'll pretty much, you pretty much can thrive in almost any department in an agency world because it's the number one thing that moves agencies is people, yeah. whether that's clients, whether that's the people that run this company, whether that's the customer. It's really about relationship building with mm. any of those players. Were there any subjects that you found yourself studying a little bit more in the first few months of you moving into uh, this business development role? Um, I think we were really, really focused on how to create a system that would allow us to understand the clients better than any of our competitors. So um, thinking about how we can leverage different data tools in really unique ways, thinking about how we can get the full team to get an, an amazing understanding of what the brand's full experience looks like. So rather than just 
looking at their ads, for example, which we definitely moved away from, it's more about understanding what are the different, the holistic um, uh, touch points that this brand offers the customers and how can we fix different interactions along that journey. I think it was about taking a really hard look at how we approach new business, what we do as everyday marketers, what the industry is moving toward, what challenger brands are doing and how they're defining marketing and how we could bring all of that together into a process that would allow us to bring in as much new business as possible and to work with, you know, some of the best creative minds in the, in the business. Mm. Did you spend time uh, wrapping your head around contracts and deal structures? Was that, was that part of the early learning of this, this role? It was part of it. Um, yeah. I mean, I have an amazing legal team who helps with that. Um, but yes, you know, part of it was making sure that we are being uh, financially competitive, making sure that we are staffing the way that we need to staff, but also staying really nimble and a fit and cost efficient for our clients so that they can really make the most amount of things with the most efficient budget possible. What about measurement and, and metrics during that? pitch process are you, are you getting asked for really thought through measurement frameworks and are they connecting to agency remuneration in ways that are different to a few years ago yeah i mean measurement is a huge part of it what we often do is put together again based on whatever um the challenges and how we're approaching it we'll usually put a, a plan together of how we'll keep ourselves accountable over the course of a certain amount of time so we'll do check-ins you know at that three to four months after the partnership starts to see, are we actually moving the metrics that we talked about in the pitch? Are we holding ourselves accountable? Not just from a you know a hard perspective, meaning are we moving sales, which is of course important, but have we um, have we stayed true to what we promised when we were pitching this business? Um, are we working together the way that we had originally said we were going to work? So Measurement, absolutely. And I think that that's very true from a marketing metrics perspective, but also from a relationship building perspective. We want to make sure that we're, we are also have very hard KPIs to ensure that we are saying that we, that we were doing everything we said we would do in the pitch. Hmm. Last question. What are common misconceptions about pitching? I think that um, a lot of people think that pitches, pitches are constant chaos. Um, and you know, they are crazy. There's tough deadlines. We're constantly pushing ourselves harder than we ever have before. But I think what's really cool about business development and what got me really excited about it was rather than constant chaos, really see it more as constant opportunity. And you know, that's defined in several different ways. So whether that is finding new revenue streams for or existing clients, meaning coming up with some new type of innovation that allows them to tap into a market that they previously couldn't have before, or whether that is working on a different type of brand than we've had the opportunity to do so in the in the past. Um, I really see it as this really amazing way of uh, working with new people, meeting new types of clients, taking on new types of challenges. So, um, you know, it is, I'm not going to lie, new business is definitely crazy, but I think that there's a lot of fun that comes with it. And when, um, when we're able to create the type of strong team collaboration on our end, you know, you start to see a real sense of camaraderie. And, it, you know, there's no better feeling than when you find out that you actually want to pitch and how, how great it feels to find out that all of your hard work paid off. And you kind of, that sticks with you forever. 
you know, I still remember the very first pitch I ever worked on, you know, years and years ago and how great it felt when we actually won it. And I still stay in touch with all of the people on that team. So, you know, you go through it together, um, you find ways of making it as seamless as possible, which I definitely think we've done here at BBDO. And, you know, figure out how you're going to concentrate on the one challenge that's ultimately going to help you win that pitch. So yeah, definitely I, don't be afraid of new business. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've been in, in all kinds of pitches, but if you can create a pretty constructive pitch culture, then you can get through that chaos. And there's something quite pure about some pitches. Some pitches are just crazy, but uh, there, there is something yeah. pure and um, really fun and amazing about many pitches in one's career. Awesome, Nicole. Thank you so much for talking to me today about business development at BBDO. I know that you've had a busy few weeks of pitching and that'll probably just continue. Um, any, any, final, any final, final words? Raise your hand for pitches. They're a great experience and I think that they will pay off in your future careers. All right. Thanks, Nicole. Peace.